0: Hey church, I hope you are as excited as I am uh, to hear God's word today. Man, I'm telling you, we are on the second part of a message series uh, called the Instrument of Synthesis. And the title of God's word to you today is Energized Momentum, all right? It's phenomenal, it's it's an awesome word that God is releasing into our church, into the nations. And I really believe that as you hear this word, that you will receive a new energy. You will just, you will tap into a new energy that will cause you to experience momentum in your life. You know, last week I mentioned that the Hebrew word for will is the word ratson and it means that it is the crown of our being. Uh, it's also the will is interchangeably used as the word heart heart not as the organ heart but your being and it is the the will the the will is the crown of your being it is who you are as a person not what you look like where you come from uh, not what your emotions are not what you feel none of that stuff it is the it, it, it the the will It supersedes all of these and it is literally the crown of life that is upon you it is upon your being and in other words, ratson or the will is the decisive faculty of the soul that leads one to action or a momentum. It's a decisive faculty. It's like a faculty that sits over a university and that faculty decides what the university studies or what the students in the university study. And and ratson really means that and, and what this really means is that in you is a bank called the mind. And in this bank, you keep putting deposits every single day. And the faculty in your, uh, of your will picks out these words, these thoughts that you have, and it energizes it because it is a divine gift from God. It causes, it, it, because it is a crown, it opens the tap or allows the flow of divinity to enter into your soul and give your soul life. And so there are certain thoughts in your mind that you've allowed to get in that the, 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 when you start focusing on these thoughts, the will now begins to open divine energy and causes these thoughts to be energized And then when it it causes it to be energized, causing you to Do an action, and when you do that action, ladies and gentlemen, that divine energy from uh, this divine being called God now begins to cause you to have a supernatural momentum. It causes you to supersede. It causes you to go beyond the natural. It causes you to experience a power that you've never experienced before. And it's only because the will is always connected to the Spirit of God. And when the will is submitted to the will of God, God and the spirit of God Now when there's a word that enters into your mind The will begins to allow this divine energy See the, the will that is in you The will of man That instrument of synthesis that is in you Synthesizes the divine energy of the Elohim Into your body And it causes your soul to begin to come alive And when it comes alive Your soul begins to energize your body And cause you to do supernatural things That you've never ever done done before. It causes you to go beyond the limitations of the time and space reality. It causes you to go beyond your physical limitations. It causes you to go beyond what people think about you in that very moment. It causes you to have um, such momentum that nothing else can actually come in your way. Some of us, some of you might be sitting here today watching the service in this room or whether wherever you are and you might be not experiencing momentum in your life you might be in a rut so to say you might your finances might be in a rut your your just the way you process life it might might just be slightly delayed or slow, or you're not having that momentum that you might be a musician or an artist and, and you've, you're not having that creative flow and, and you just feel like, oh, I'm, I'm a writer but I, I feel like I've hit a, um, a, 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 you know, a mind block and, I, and I, can't, I seem to be at a wall in my life, a crossroads in my life. I feel like I'm in a rut, I'm in a ditch and, and I can't seem to get out of this place. And I'm not saying that there are few individuals, there are areas of our life that we might be experiencing this. I'm I'm receiving this word for certain areas of my life and I'm like, wow, God, when God began to reveal this to me, I'm like, whoa, I can come out of that place and allow my creativity to flow. I can I can step into a place now. I've stopped writing songs now. I can receive use the things that I'm going to teach today to come out of that place of soft to write songs, to to do art, to to write a book, to to write receive revelation. Some of us have stopped receiving revelation for our lives and and right now I, as you begin to hear this word and as you apply this word in your life today, I can guarantee you that you will come out of that rut. You'll come out of that dead zone that mind block you'll come out of that offense you'll come out of that that relationship that feels like it's going nowhere and it will cause it to have supernatural momentum because the energy of your heavenly father who is a divine being is beginning to flow into your mind as you allow your will uh, to, as you allow your mind, your body, and your will to come in alignment with the energy of Elohim, that's when now you begin to get energized. You'll have a momentum that is supernatural. Today's message will cause you to not only come out of this rut, but it will cause you to have to create and sustain momentum. See, it's very important that you understand this that our lives are meant to be progressive. And when we come out of the will of God and we place our will there, our desires, that's when we tend to go into a rut. So the first thing you got to do is you got to acknowledge that you're in the rut because it's your mistake. It is your error. Not sin because sin was dealt on the cross. It is your error. It's your choice. And the reason why you're there is because you refused understanding. And so today, embrace the spirit of understanding. Embrace understanding. Allow understanding to come into your heart and it will completely transform your mind because you need to create momentum. You need to sustain that momentum, but also you need to have progressive momentum. Come on, somebody, say amen. This is powerful. So I'd love for you uh, to go to a very mystical book. It's written by a mystic and his name is King Solomon. Let's go to the book of Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 20 onwards. This is Solomon writing this instruction to his son who is going to become king after Solomon passes away. And he says this in verse 20. He says, my son give attention. Somebody say give attention. attention. Right now, give attention. Okay. (laughs) My son give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings do not let them depart from your eyes keep them in the midst of your heart okay we'll just pause there for a minute I'm gonna take you line by line and it's going to be awesome okay You, you must understand in the Bible is a dimensional book and every time we read the scripture if we just read it as an ordinary book you will completely miss out gates and portals that are within the book that cause you to encounter the character, nature, and abilities of God, okay? So that's why I'm taking it, I take, when I read the scripture, uh, I read it as if I'm reading a dimension, I'm reading a realm, I'm reading what is happening, uh, what what the writer wants to reveal to me about the character, the nature of God, I'm reading a person. And so that's how I want you to listen to it. And he's saying, my son, give attention to my words we hear thousands of words in a day how many of those words do you give attention to okay then he says incline your ear to my sayings. sayings means it's a council of wisdom so he's saying my son give attention to my words the words that are coming out of my mouth the words that come out of this book He said, give your attention, turn like Moses. The fire was consuming, was not consuming the bush. The fire was in the, was burning there and he gave his attention to the bush. He's like, what is that happening over there? That supernatural act. That's when he heard the voice of God in the same way. Solomon is saying to his son, give attention to my words, which means don't, while you're listening to me now, don't think. Don't give attention to something else. Listen to me. (laughs) He said, give attention to what I'm saying right now. And then he says, incline your ear to my counsel of wisdom. This is a book of wisdom. And he's saying, listen, these are sayings, but they're actually counsels. So which, and he says, do not let them depart from your eyes. Wow, read the text very carefully. So descriptive, it's so inviting, but it's also a step-by-step process of how you can align your will to the word of God. Okay, he says, give attention to my word. So the minute you give attention to the word of God and incline your ear to his counsel of wisdom, he says, do not let them depart from your eyes. So which means where do words come? They come and sit in your mind. So Paul says, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Renewing means taking out old thoughts and putting new words in, God's words in that cause you to have a transformation. Wow, bam, I'm a new creation. Why? Only because you chose different words. That's, that's how simple it is. I chose to give my attention from the nonsense words to the full of sense words. Not even common sense. He makes full sense. And then he says, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. So which means words and sayings, counsels of wisdom become things that your eyes can see. The minute you give your attention to words and you incline your ear to wisdom, now the sayings, the counsel of wisdom and the word of God become things that your the eyes of your heart begin to see. So we hear a lot of words, we hear a lot of wisdom, but do we see them? We're talking about the instrument of synthesis. We're talking about the energized momentum. We must understand that the will is an instrument that sits above the soul. It sits above the crown of the soul. And so the mind is subjected. It's like, a, it's like an offering. What, is ha- what you have in your mind is an offering to your will. It's what you offer to your will. And so your will, because it's a God-given gift, from from it's a god-given gift now that will begins to pick and choose thoughts that are in your mind that it wants to energize with divine energy so if you pick the word of god and you pick the wisdom of god and it you and your and you it causes your eyes to focus on them and solomon is saying listen son don't allow your eyes don't allow them to depart from your eyes which means the thoughts can come in words can come in wisdom can come in and it can go like that and your eyes the eyes of your mind have the ability to hold on to it and focus like the lens right now through which you're looking at me has been focused on me everywhere I go whatever I do that lens will focus on me. I'm the subject that of its focus. And so your eyes, the eyes of your heart, ladies and gentlemen, the eyes of your will. Please understand, Vratzon means heart. And your heart, the being has eyes. And those eyes are looking for God's word or any word that you might put in there. If you convince yourself that any word is worth putting in there, then your eyes will cause, it will stop on that word and it will focus. When it starts focusing on that word and that wisdom or the, the, the knowledge of good and evil in your mind, now when you focus on it, you put all your energy into focusing on it, the will picks it up and then phew, it just allows the energy of God to flow into that word to flow into that wisdom, and then it causes you to now do supernatural things. Come on now. This is phenomenal. If you've ever wondered what happens when I listen to a message, I feel like my life changed. Sure, you feel like your life changed, but that life changed thought was only in your mind. But if you go back home and you start meditating on that word, You start focusing sharp, you get sharp on that word. You focus on that word only. You don't allow your eyes to look at anything else except that word. Now the will realizes, okay, hold on. This boy is on target right now. And that word is now, he's he's put his focus on that word. Now let's just open the floodgates of heaven. Let's just open that divine flow and we'll allow the energy of God, the energy, the divine nature of God to just begin to flow through you and begin to give life to that word. And when it gives life to that word, you experience transformation. Whoa, I'm a new creation. And then that new creation starts doing supernatural things. And when you start doing those supernatural things, it causes the earth and everything around you to begin to take notice. Wow! Wow. Who is this God-like person walking on the streets that puts his hands up and causes rain to stop and causes the sun to stop shining? Who can take a text message and say, I'm opening the gates now. And within a few minutes, the only gate is open for them now. Do you understand? It causes, there's nothing like supernatural in the physical body, ladies and gentlemen. It's just a will that is focused on the word. And when you do that, at the right place, at the right time, the will opens the floodgates of heaven and power flows through you. See, power will flow through anybody. Doesn't matter whether you're Christian or not. I want to help you understand this. People in the world, big businessmen who have billion dollar companies, you cannot do that just by any other power. Power, the Bible says power belongs to God. And God gives power to individuals to see how they were stewarded because there's a need for the world to come together on an app called Facebook. That creativity did not come from hell, that creativity came from heaven. Do you understand? Tesla is not a demonic company. That creativity to to sustain the earth, to, to help the earth and, 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 and not use up all the fossil fuels. My God, that came from God. But it's somebody who was sitting down and they focused on a need. I want a solution to bring people together. How do I do it? How do I do it? How do I do it? And then they started seeing pictures in their mind. This is how Facebook actually started, in the spirit. They started seeing pictures of people sharing things more together that brought them together digitally in the spirit. See, digital media is a, is a reality of what is in the spirit. Digital media is, is just a human's way of expressing the realm of the spirit. And today you're watching me because somebody had that idea. Yeah. Where did that idea come from? God knew there was going to be a pandemic many years later. And so he releases an idea called the internet. Come yeah. on, man. Yeah. Yeah. I want my people, I want my people to connect without boundaries and limitations. Yeah. I want my people to, to enjoy connectivity on 5G. Oh. Ooh. Whoa! <laughs> power, 5G is power. Connectivity. Fast. Let me tell you, there's one G that is faster than anybody else. (laughs) And he is as fast as a thought. You think of him, you gather together, he's there. You just have a thought, he's there. That's how fast he is. And let me tell you, that is your potential, ladies and gentlemen. You don't need a visa to go to another country You can have a thought and be in that country. I'm just opening up the possibilities of you being able to experience what a new creation should experience. When are we going to be energized with such momentum that the world will revolve around the momentum that you create? All of creation needs to start revolving, taking notice of like, wow, this, is a son and daughter of God, because they manifest those characteristics. So he says, my son, give attention to my words, incline your ear to my sayings, do not let them depart from your eyes. Ladies and gentlemen, when you receive a word or wisdom, a counsel of wisdom, and you begin to see it in your mind, you begin to vibrate with a frequency. The frequency of what you see, if it is the word of God, and I'm believing that it is the word of God, and you receive the word of God into your into your mind and you're beginning to see that word. Let me explain that right now for you so that you, you understand. When you receive a revelation, You don't need to see Jesus in the revelation. You need to see you becoming the revelation. That's what you need to see. You need to see yourself being the miracle worker, not waiting for a miracle. That's the revelation. You've got to be a solution provider. You've got to see yourself being Christ-like. When you receive revelation, I'm not waiting for Jesus to make me, like make my momentum really fast and progressive. No, I'm already seeing myself like that. That's why he gives you revelation. So the revelation causes you to become like him. But you have to see yourself as he is. That's when you start doing things that he does. It's a good word. It's a good word. So when you receive a word now, and you begin to start and you you start seeing it with the eyes of your heart, that's when you start, your, your consciousness begins to vibrate with that frequency of that word, that energy that, that God has released in that word, that grace that you receive in that word. And so when your consciousness begins to vibrate with it, now everything else around you begins to start vibrating according to that frequency. Why? is because you're a new creation. You're far above. You're the one in authority. And so you're not the tuning fork. Now, all of creation around you become the tuning fork that begin to vibrate according to the frequency that you are vibrating on the inside. Ladies and gentlemen, when that begins to happen, now there's a transmutation that takes place of what is happening on the inside into what what is around you. So everything else around you now begins to receive the DNA of Heavenly Father, of that word, that wisdom that you receive. It begins, you begin to start vibrating with that frequency and now everything else around you begins to receive. There's a transmutation of all of creation according to what you experience on the inside of you. But it begins with seeing the word. What do you see when you listen to me right now? Are you seeing what I'm wearing? Are you trying to figure out where my clothes are from? Are you trying to figure out what, has he lost weight? Has he put on weight? Is that what you're trying to figure out? Which country is he from? What is he doing? Where is he from? All these kind of questions. If that's what's in your mind, you're completely missing divinity. You're complete. you're looking for the wrong things. But if you have your heart in the right place and you are looking for the word, you're looking for revelation in everything that I'm saying, get the revelation. And when you get the revelation, you've got to see yourself becoming that revelation. And when you do that now, your, your, your frequency, your soul begins to start vibrating oh, like that. Everywhere you go. For example, if you, if you receive a word from God saying, you are my Beloved. I love you with an everlasting love. When you receive that word from your heavenly father and that word begins to sit inside your heart, that word of love, agape love, starts vibrating on the inside. And the minute you see yourself perfectly loved by the father, you don't need love from anybody. You're not looking for worth in anything else. You're not looking for anybody to make you worthy. God has found you worth it. He has made you worthy. And He absolutely is in love with you. And you begin to start, as you start seeing yourself like that, your soul begins to vibrate. Your consciousness begins to vibrate with perfect agape love. Can you imagine going to your office? You don't have to talk, ladies and gentlemen. You don't have to say in the name of Jesus. None of that stuff. Just go and be yourself in that office. But the pulsating, vibrating love of God just begins to fill the environment around you. And every single person that comes in contact with you just gets absolutely, they they don't know it, but they just start vibrating with love again. Ladies and gentlemen, that's what you call transmutation. Your DNA, your divine nature of Abba, through the frequency of your consciousness begins to enter into people around you, into circumstances and situations around you, and they become what you are. Without you doing anything, give attention to my words incline your ear to my sayings do not let them depart from your eyes I want you quickly to go to Matthew chapter 21 I want to show this to you you know last week I spoke about a lady in a tree this week I want to talk about a man in a tree and so here it goes, verse 18. It says, now in the morning, as he returned to the city, he was hungry. You see, he's pointing out to what Jesus was experiencing. That's the vibration, hunger, ah, physical hunger. And seeing a fig tree by the road, he came to it. Jesus is walking down the road It's early in the morning And he is aware that he's hungry He's conscious Which means the stomach Spoke to him Gave him a word That made him aware That something is missing in the stomach And so when that happened He started vibrating with that consciousness With that frequency And because of that A tree was highlighted in the distance And so Jesus now goes to that tree. Why? Because it looked like it had fruit. Yeah. He came to it and found nothing on it but leaves. Wow. That is crazy. And then he said to it, Let no fruit grow on you ever again. And immediately the fig tree withered away. I want to talk about your will. I'm talking about this instrument, this energy that caused a a tree doing a tree thing. It was not even that season, it was was its right, man. I am right, I'm the tree, I am right. This is not my season to give you figs. (laughs) But not to the one who is from above not to the one who is looking to the tree to do what I created it to do which means when I you can be have no leaves you can be in the middle of the wilderness if I'm hungry your responsibility is to give me fruit it's the will We're talking about the will, which means his divine energy would have caused that tree to give him fruit. But Jesus is teaching us something. He's teaching us about the power that you have to release energy that causes a fig tree to lose its life. Right, last week I said, I used a a quantum physics term called wave function collapse Jesus is looking at this tree from afar and it looks like it has fruit which means it caused him it, it it's not revealing its true nature and so now when Jesus comes to it it reveals oh i don't have any fruit I look like a good Christian Oh Pastor John You didn't have to say that one now I, I go to church And I read my Bible And I give my tithes and offering, But when somebody Who hates me Comes to me There's no fruit Of love There's no fruit of joy Come on now Come on And so now Jesus comes to this tree and it's like, dude, the frequency of hunger right now, this consciousness of hunger, you should have produced fruit miraculously, supernaturally. You should have given me fruit. But because you did not, he collapsed the wave function. He says, no one will eat fruit from you ever again. What's the purpose of the tree? It's not to give Have good leaves That's a butterfly (laughs) What's the purpose of the tree It is to be fruitful Multiply Replenish The earth See but when God Comes to you When God comes to that tree Whether you're in season or not in season you should have fruit, and his consciousness demands it. Oh, come on now! And so you must understand the reason why I'm talking about consciousness is there was a, there was a, there was, a, there was a, there's a theory, uh, there's a hypothesis of called the wave function um, collapse. Okay, and it was, it was, um, uh, it's a, it's a. hypothesis that consciousness causes the wave function to collapse okay and they did a test uh, and in the test they 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 shot photons from a light gun and they realized that uh, and they put a person i'm cutting the entire the theory like the whole thing experiment short they put a person who in a in a meditative state to meditate for 30 seconds on that the, the moment the, the photon hits the, um, the, uh, the bars, okay, they, they put two parallel, uh, they put a wall with two slits in it and they shot this photon into those two slits and they realize that when the photon, I know it's physics, but when the photon saw, was conscious that someone was conscious of it, it did what the conscious person wanted it to do and so you, you have to understand what I'm saying about Jesus Jesus was conscious of hunger and he looked to the tree for food but that tree did not give him fruit and so he collapsed the wave function of that tree causing it to wither see if you look at What Jesus is trying to teach us, he's trying to teach us about the will. And he's trying to teach us that your will is so powerful that you can give life or you can cause something to fade away. You can cause something to wither away just by allowing the thought to be energized, become conscious and vibrate, and then speak. That's it. Very powerful. New creation. Christians people are powerful people people who have a will are very powerful people but do you know that you are powerful because if you are aware of power you will steward it correctly why do people fall from power is because they lack Character to steward that power for the benefit of people. All power belongs to God, and God entrusts that power to people. He gives it to various people for various reasons. And when we don't steward that power, ladies and gentlemen, He takes the power and gives it to somebody else who will steward it. Why? Because His will must be done. Now just think about your life, think about that doctor's report, think about the sickness in your body, think about that marriage that you're in, think about that child who's disobedient, think about all the relationships, think about your business, think about your workplace and your sales report that you have to produce. Uh, after this weekend and and the targets that you have think about those things causing you to have a function collapse a wave function collapse rather than you collapsing the wave only because when the word of fear comes and sits into your mind your mind, big. your heart begins to see fear And then begins to, you begin to vibrate Your consciousness begins to vibrate of, with fear And you produce anxiety And now you go to sit with your boss Expecting a promotion And he realizes that you are fearful And does not give it to you Because he believes that you are not confident But fearful You don't have to say anything to him your, your report card might look like it's 100%, but you're not 100%. Yeah. And so now we go to school like that. We go to college like that. We, we go to university like that. And, and then, then we look at people who we think are cooler than us. You're telling me as a Christian that they are cooler than you. I mean, oh my gosh, you, they, might, they should only get to know you and how many dimensions you travel while you go to sleep. The, you are in the presence of God Almighty and you think that they are cool You're going to flip the script. Literally, flip the switch on in your mind because what God has deposited in you has the potential to be Godlike, but it has to do with your will. Yes. I remember in the early days of Life Church Global that that there was a guy in our church who had just received a report of cancer and he was taking his tablets and medication and really sad and all that kind of stuff and one day when I was preaching the word in in the church when we had a gathering I was preaching the word I I felt the Lord nudge me in my message and in those days I had the freedom to just stop and pause (laughs) and hear from God and they understood that that I'm hearing from God and so then I just walked down from the stage and I walked up to the man and I said you're healed of cancer this man received the word and he said you know what I am healed I believe it I receive it he went to the doctor a couple of weeks later and the doctor is shocked because he's healed he got healed of cancer how did it happen I just received the word I focused on it while I was quiet I was focusing on that word I gave my all my energy to it <gasps> Sharp, 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 sharp. Look at the person, look at the person, start vibrating with that consciousness. Vibrating, vibrating, walk up to the person. Boom, give the word. And now that person receives it. And now he begins to vibrate. His body begins to, there's a wave function that collapses from sickness now. Boom, it collapses into perfect health. And then now he gets up. I'm, I'm healed. He, he says the word, I'm healed. That's it, it's done, finishing. The, the wave function collapses, and now a new wave function begins a perfect health. And uh-huh. so now he gets out, goes to the doctor, and now the doctor goes, How did this happen? Brother, somebody spoke a word. Somebody gave a counsel of wisdom. Somebody received it. And some the word began to manifest see you must understand that when the woman was was when she went to the tree she didn't talk to the tree she had she she saw that the tree was good for food she was vibrating with that consciousness she was vibrating with that word the word that that negative word that came from the enemy she saw the tree as good for food she saw the tree was pleasant to the eye and she saw that the tree wants to make her wise And so because she's vibrating with such divinity, such power, that tree began to just obey her. I will do whatever you ask me to do for you. I am your creation. I am your responsibility. Ladies and gentlemen, your business is your responsibility. Stop allowing the market to dictate terms when God, heavenly, your heavenly father is talking to you about what your business should be doing. See, the problem is that you're seeking your own kingdom and not his kingdom first. You're trying to establish safety for your life when he says, your life belongs to me and your safety is my priority. You think that your your job is what sustains you and keeps you in the city? No, it's his will. And every time you align yourself to his will, His desire, ladies and gentlemen, in his will, that will is an instrument that God has and it's sovereign to him. He's not gonna give you his instrument. In fact, he gave you a will. He gave you that instrument. It's in his image and likeness. But see, in his mind, how vast are my thoughts? My thoughts are not your thoughts, John. Okay, hold on a minute. If you, my thoughts are not your thoughts, God. Why is that? It's because you're not allowing my thoughts to come in. Your mind bank is so full of Netflix. Your mind is so full of what happens in everybody else's life on Instagram and Facebook. Let's go back to Proverbs chapter four. It says, keep them in the midst of your heart, which means you can keep them slightly to the left, or slightly to the right. But he's saying keep them in the center of your will. It's amazing huh? Words. And counsel. Both are received from fathers. They are not received from strangers. Strangers won't come and give you. Wisdom. It comes from a father. It comes from a father. To a son. I'm just defining what, who you are. Just keep them in the midst of your heart. That word heart over there is the will, okay? And then verse 22 says this, for they are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. Wow. Which means when you receive the word of God, listen to me people who are sick, who need, who are on medication. When you receive the word of God into your heart and your, your, you begin to focus on that word of perfect health, your body begins to vibrate according to the frequency of the word that is in you. And so he says this keep your heart with all diligence. For out of it spring the issues of life. Now, Jesus, in the Lord's Prayer, says this. Father, let your kingdom come and let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Okay, so we must understand that the kingdom of God will not be come upon the earth until your will is in its right place until his word is in its right place the kingdom of God we want if you if you if you have need in your life Jesus says seek first the kingdom and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you which means When I receive the word of God, God saying, seek the kingdom first and his righteousness. And I allow that word to sit at the center of my will and I keep watching it and I keep looking at it. Now, all the needs in my life are taken care of. When I begin to, when you and I begin to vibrate with the frequency, when when you become when you when you become conscious of the kingdom of god when you become conscious of the of the word of god the will of god on earth as it is in heaven now you need to understand that you will begin to see the kingdom of god in your heart superimposing itself upon every situation in your life i hope you understand what i'm saying when, God, when Jesus is saying, let your kingdom come, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, it means that when I seek his kingdom first and I, in my heart, I'm see, seeing his kingdom first in my heart, in the eyes, and that word and that need in my life is not my what I'm looking at. I'm looking at the need of the kingdom. I'm looking at righteousness. I'm, I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it. Oh yes, I'm Righteous. I am, I am. I receive the word of God, the kingdom on earth. I'm seeking the kingdom. What is the king's dominion look like? I'm seeing that. I'm seeing becoming the king's dominion. Can you see what's happening? I'm seeing myself becoming the king's dominion. So which means wherever the king has dominion, every other kingdom has to leave. And when I begin to see that in my life, in me, Then i begin to see it in my life, but I'm seeing it in my life, only in my mind, in my heart. And when I begin to see it in my heart, and I see the kingdom superimposing itself upon areas of my life, in my heart, I'm seeing the kingdom going into all these areas of work, economy, ah, my health, ah, all these areas. I'm seeing the king, but it's only happening in my heart, and I begin to vibrate with that. And I become become conscious of it. Now, everywhere I go where there is need, that need becomes conscious of the kingdom within my heart. And now I'm not looking at the need, I'm looking at the provision within me. And so as I'm seeing it now, that need begins to manifest fruit. Oh, come on, man. That need now begins to, so get the, the way of function collapses of that need and it becomes provision. Yes. Oh, come come man. on, man. Come on now. So he said, let your kingdom come. Let your will be done. Powerful. Now, that is the Lord's prayer. I want to take you to his brother's book. It's called James. Brother James. <laughs> This is absolutely phenomenal, (laughs) brother James. If you thought Jesus was direct, this guy is a whole nother level. (laughs) So what was Solomon giving his son? He was giving him the word and he was giving him counsel of wisdom, okay? So now James is saying in verse five, chapter one verse five, if any of you lacks wisdom, what? Wisdom. If you lack wisdom okay he said let him ask of god who gives to all say all All. not just christians all All. gives to all. all how does he give to all liberally if any of you lacks wisdom let him ask of god who gives to all liberally and without reproach and it will be given to him now But let him ask in faith with no doubting. For he who doubts is like a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. Wow. This is interesting. For he who doubts is like a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. For let not that man suppose that he will receive... Anything from the Lord he is double minded man unstable in all his ways not just one way all his ways oh this is a juicy steak right here brother James is giving us a juicy juicy steak oh I love it absolutely love it you know that word doubting in greek it means to spend your energy going back and forth between two thoughts he said she said he said she said spend whole time what did she say what did he say spend your energy doing that yeah what did he say <gasps> but what did he say <gasps> but does she love me? Does he love me? Ooh, we go back and forth, back and forth. <laughs> I would encourage people to not fall in love with people who don't believe that they are loved by God, Good one. because they'll they'll receive love from anybody. Because that person gives themselves away to anyone who says I love you. They give them a little one like on Facebook. <gasps> <laughs> hey it's good that word doubting means that you are you have you've received counsel from here and then counsel from here I need confirmation also <laughs> go to third person And I believe God is not speaking to me, man. So now the confusion is gone from first and foremost, you're receiving the knowledge of good and evil. And now you receive that knowledge about a person, that knowledge from there. You're worse than when you started. See, I tell you, the reason why people go to other people for counsel is because they're not willing to listen to the word that God has spoken in their heart. They're not willing because it's difficult. Oh, God wants me to give up that relationship. It's difficult. God wants me to stay in Life Church Global. So difficult. <laughs> They only preach painful things about the heart Heart, heart, heart All day long heart So painful What do you think about me man? You are awesome man You are phenomenal Wow Any church would love you See What do you think man about me? Mm, You are glorious Very much like God I thought so (laughs) Sister, what do you think? Ah, brother, when you preach the word hmm, I hear angels singing I thought so I thought there was somebody else But now now, since I know what you are saying I believe that my spiritual ears Have also opened Hmm. And so now All this counsel has caused you to believe what you want to believe about yourself and you don't want to allow the word of truth to divide the soul and the spirit, the bone and the marrow and reveal to you the character that you have and the need of Christ in your life. See, people don't want Jesus. They don't want his character. They want to do what they want to do, and God has sent you onto the planet for you to do what He wants you to do. And some Christians waste their life having the Holy Spirit on the inside of them, never had an experience or a touch of God, never wanting to do God's will, but they only want to do their will. And they don't find momentum. Marriage is in a mess, business is in a mess, every relationship is in a mess church attendance is a mess because so James he's saying the one he's highlighting he's revealing to you when you hang out with people just see if they're like this okay you'll know they're like this for the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea same problem every week come for prayer that same wave crashes. same problem for 20 years no, no results now I go to, this church is not powerful. I'm going to go to another church. That brother preaches the word. Hallelujah. So I go there, that church. And then the wave is still the same. Crashing, same wave. No results. 10 years, 20 years, 30 years. Now they think, you know, God has forsaken me. God doesn't love me. The church doesn't love me. I had this church, man. I'm telling you, church in itself, I'm done with church. No, no. You're probably done with the church. God is not done with the church. The church is advancing. The church is growing. The church is beautiful. Beautiful. The church is becoming magnificent. Oh my brother, well, we are not gathering. Well, who needs to gather? Who needs to gather? We're gathering in spirit. We're gathering in the truth. Where two or three are gathered together in mind. We're gathered in the name. That name is powerful. That name is power. When we gather in that name, it means it means that all our wills have connected. We put Jesus's name on the seat of the of the throne of our of our will, and now when the will begins to reckon, you focus on Jesus. Ah, when we're hanging out together, our conversations, Jesus, Jesus, not Netflix and Jesus, just Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Woo, hallelujah just Jesus we're all focused what are you what is he talking to you about man what did you have what revelation did you have what did God talk to you what is the dream that you had last night come on man I I had a dream and I listen ladies and gentlemen I'm talking about the life that we live yeah. I want you to go back to Mark chapter 11 very quickly verse 22 he says this so Jesus answered and said to them have faith in God have faith in God. These disciples have come to him and said, Jesus, that tree that you spoke to has withered away. And Jesus' response is not like, oh brother, this is how you curse a tree. This is how you destroy lives. No. Everything happens because we receive revelation of how to live the life God wants us to live. And so Jesus doesn't talk about the tree. He talks about the will and he says have faith in God what is faith trust belief, and acting upon the word that God has given how do you act you receive the word by faith place it upon the throne of your will and then you focus with the eyes of your heart For for assuredly I say to you listen to this whoever he's not saying Christians whoever says to this mountain be removed and cast into the sea And guess what? He's repeating what James said. And does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done. He will have whatever he says. Oh my goodness. This is a whopping of a revelation. This is like, wow, this is Jesus. This is what I was waiting. I was waiting for you to say this to me, Jesus. Whatever I say. Ah, whatever I say. Wow. Whatever I say, huh? Really? Yeah, whatever you say. He's talking about taking one mountain and moving it into another place. You, you must understand the significance of that. He's not just like trying to make you feel like, oh, wow, it's like it's supernatural. <laughs> No, this actually happens. You can do this. You should be going, I want to move a mountain. Yeah. I want to move a mountain. Jesus said it, yes. I can do it. I want to move a mountain. Yeah. I want to move a mountain. How do I move a mountain? Well, the fact that you received this revelation today yeah. causes you to have that word sitting on your heart. So you're, now not, you're not going around the mountain, you're looking for one. You're not going to ask somebody else for prayer now. I want to identify the mountains in my life. Somehow Jesus gave me authority so that I can now speak. Not fast. I can speak to a mountain and it will be cast. God, oof, oh my God. This is wow. So which means all I have to do is not have any other thought while I'm thinking about casting the mountain. Oh, come on now! Oh, that is so good. That is so good. I hope you're getting this, church. Yeah. He's saying, whoever says to this, whoever says, doesn't say shout. Ha! Don't do it. None of that stuff. He says, whoever says to this mountain, look. He says, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea. Which means you're not actually doing it. You've got to see it. You've got to vibrate with that, with that consciousness, with that frequency. You've got to vibrate that the mountain has already moved. And so when you go to the mountain and you speak to the mountain according to what you see in your heart, now the mountain removes itself and falls into the sea. How many mountains of problems do you have? in your life how many mountains are you standing in front of you must understand the frequency of that mountain he obeys the word of God that you begin to vibrate with the consciousness of the word within you he's not waiting for me he's waiting for you Come on. Yeah, yeah. but you've got to go in front of that mountain like Jesus went to the tree and you've got to say no one will ever eat of your fruit again no one will ever climb this mountain ever again no one will have a mountain like this in their life ever again. But it has to be your solution. Not the pastors. Not the, not the, the, the ones who pray for the church all the time. Not their people. Not the life coach. It's your, your issue. Your issue. You've got to deal with it. You've got to face those people. You've got to face them. Don't take them and throw them in the sea. You've got to face the mountain thats that you've created in front of you. Through years and years of negative relationships. And you've got to deal with it. You've got to... Don't face your fear. Just cast it out. Don't face your fear because the minute you face your fear, it means that on the inside your heart, you can see the same thing. And what is in your heart will begin to vibrate in front of you and your problem becomes worse. So now... When you are in front of this mountain Stand there As if there is no mountain Go to your bank account As if you don't have debt Look at your husband As if he has no problems Look at your wife That she is the bride of Christ Perfect, spotless Blameless, holy magnificent come on (laughs) hallelujah that's my bride I don't know about yours but that's my bride that's my church don't look at them with problems if you see their problems in your heart guess what you are the recipe for them to become fruitful (laughs) multiply and replenish the earth with all the problems but if you have the solution, be the solution in front of them. Talk to them like they're not deceived and they'll receive truth. Come on, man. When they are when they're, when they're working in such a way for you to dishonor them, honor them. Because you're not controlled, you're not manipulated. You don't hate. You don't, you don't, you don't oh, bring the law down. No, just, just calm down, enjoy life, enjoy God. Amen. People ask me, Pastor, are you all this stuff that's happening in the world? What is, I'm, brother, I'm enjoying God. You don't understand, in heaven, there's no war. Nobody is running away from any country. Everybody likes everyone in heaven. There's no boundaries. that that stuff doesn't exist in heaven so why does it exist in my heart it's because I'm looking at what is happening on TV I'm, I'm filling my head with it and then now I look at Afghanistan like that I look at Iraq like that, why can't I look at Iraq as a beautiful country why can't I look at Saudi Arabia as a beautiful country, why can't I look at UAE as a beautiful country why can't I look at India as a beautiful country why only dream of Switzerland (laughs) <laughs> come on now. Nah, 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 I don't want to go there. No. No. You don't have to go there physically, but can you actually remove the mountain of war just by facing it and saying, no, no, you be removed. Be cast into the sea. No, oh, you don't exist in my heart. You don't exist in my will. My will is that the kingdom of God will come upon earth as it is in heaven. In closing, I would love for you to go to Proverbs chapter 4 again. Verse 23 says this. He says, Keep your heart, keep your will with all diligence for out of it springs the issues of life. How many of you have read that issues of life and thought, these are all the problems all the problems of the world come from the heart no i want to redefine this revelation to you i want to reform it in your mind It says keep your heart your will with all diligence all diligence means create a boundary like a map you like a country you create a boundary by putting a fence around it. for your life you create the boundary What is possible according to the will of God? What is God's will for your life? What is God's desire? What is God's intention for your life? Not what your grandparents thought, not what your great auntie thought for you. No, no, none of that stuff. What does God think about my life? Why am I present here? What is my purpose here? And now as you begin to do that, you begin to create a boundary. Ladies and gentlemen, around your life if anybody wants to get into that boundary they have to get a visa you have to give them permission to come into your boundary you have a dream you can have somebody come and pollute that dream you can give them permission to do it people can talk whatever they want to talk but you have the authority to say visa approved Come. come, destroy my life. Come, speak negativity. Come, bring poison. Come, bring negativity. Come, bring, uh, cause me to look at other people badly. Come, come, come. What are you saying? Keep guard your heart. Guard your will with all diligence. Don't give it to people like that because they will use your will to destroy, to kill, steal, and destroy. So when you create that map, you create that boundary. Ah, this is the territory of the kingdom. When you create it based on the word of God, now it says, for out of your will springs forth the river of life. That word issues is a flowing out. It's not problems. It means an issue like the woman who had an issue of blood, it was flowing. This is what it means. It springs forth. When you guard your heart with all diligence, for out of it springs forth the river of life, that energy from your heavenly father, that divine energy enters into your will and fills the kingdom territory. If this is God's kingdom, I'm creating this boundary. This is God's kingdom. This dream belongs to God. This business belongs to God. This wife belongs to God. Husband belongs to God. The children belong to God. Keep your heart. Keep your heart. Guard your heart. Guard your will. Guard your will. It is your sovereign place. It is your sovereign will. It is something that God gave to you. Don't allow anybody else to desecrate it with all diligence, for out of it springs the issues of life. Church today, there's so many people who are in need of the river of life to flow into their lives. There's so many people who are in need of experiencing momentum in their life. So many people who are in need of the energy of God. But yet they're looking to other people and they're looking for their river to flow into their territory we go go, pastor please please pray for me life coach please pray for me brother you i see you you notice somebody having a breakthrough you see somehow they seem to have more power than you why is that because the power is meant for their territory it's for their kingdom. It's, it's for the territory that God has given in their life, for the dream that God has given. They're taking that river, and now you think that they can, it can flow into your life, but there's no momentum. You can win a gold medal, but you next year, you have to go back again and do it. It's not like for Forever you keep winning gold medals. Some part of your life you, you tend to retire from athletics and winning gold medals. So that momentum stops. But see, in the kingdom of God, you can't actually stop momentum. You can't actually hinder progress. You can't stop the kingdom. The kingdom of God is advancing. The bride of Christ is getting more beautiful. The church is getting awesome. You've got to see it. There are miracle signs and wonders that are happening every single day. Just because you you don't see it doesn't mean it's not happening. And so you've got to understand that that river, the flowing of that river into your life begins by you surrendering your will, the desires, the intentions of your heart for God's desires and intentions that are in His heart. All of creation will respond to God, His energy. You can try and you can win a medal but when you have the word of God and the energy of Elohim begins to flow through you now, there's no end to his goodness. There's no end to the supply. There's no end to that river flowing. It doesn't stop. You don't think, what if money runs out? No, won't. that doesn't exist because my God is rich. You don't think, what if I give into the offering today? <gasps> I don't have any food to eat. Guess who worries? Who thinks about it more than you? Your heavenly father. But do you trust him that he will, out of thin air, bring food for you? Oh, come on now. What is your faith level like in God? Do you, are you really a Christian? Are you really, do you believe in the word? Do you believe this book? Do you really live by it? Because if you will, then you won't hold on to everything. you just allow it to flow. Every time you hold on to it, you make it a dam that hinders the river from flowing in your life. You just gotta let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go so the river can flow. Come on now, I can start rapping. Let it go so the river can flow. It's a prophetic word, a declaration over Life. Church global. Church, we've got to wake up. We've got to realize that greater things are ahead for us. The momentum of the supernatural. God is waiting for his church. God is waiting for his people to wake up, stop being offended, stop doing this drama. Just wake up to the possibilities of what God has for your life. And so today church, I bless you. Thank you for listening to this word. (laughs) It's been an honor and a privilege to be the vessel that communicates a life-giving word. I've received this word personally for my life and and, and our marriage and and for our family. I've received that word and 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 I humbly submit this word to you. Try not to analyze the word with negativity. Try to look at it as, wow, God loves me so much that he reveals my heart, what is in my heart to me. And just deal with that. This week, just deal with it. Just remove stuff. So I bless you, church. We love you. Kelsey and I are praying for you. We believe that you are powerful. The energy of Elohim flows through you. The energy, the divine energy of Abba Father flows through you. Every cell in your body is conscious and is waiting for God's presence in you. So it comes from the word. And so we bless you, we love you, and we'll see you soon. Amen.